It's got a nice case on it, actually. It it does the things that I want it to, and also has a, a mute <laughs> silence button, which is nice. Ah, hey. that's neat. <clears throat> Don't! I haven't played around with the OnePlus. Oh, and it charges in like an hour. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, because it uses USB-C. Oh! Oh, my God! You owe me a new phone. <laughs> oh, my God! Oh, my God! Oh that my was God. 100% not dropped. Until oh. you touched it. Oh, my God. Now it is 100% dropped. You owe me a new phone. But it's protected by an OtterBox, so it's okay. You saw it live here. Thank Cal. God I bought it, because I was expecting to protect it from me, not from you or other people. <laughs> to a brand new episode of uh, Unfurled. Yeah, leave now. The podcast so, where we, As opposed to the old ones that we always host every week. Yeah, the, the shitty podcast where we talk about things that matter to us and mostly nobody else. Mostly. <laughs> M- and it, mostly. And, and even then saying that uh, thing, they, they matter to us is uh, kind of a stretch sometimes. <laughs> we just talk about shit. Listen, bullshit matters, okay? Uh, bullshit does matter. Mm-hmm. Bullshit Matters. I'm starting a movement. Yeah. Well, I mean, you don't really have to name it Bullshit Matters. I mean, there's already Black Lives Matter, and that's the same thing. Shots fired. So. Shots fired. <laughs> You're a terrible person. <laughs> uh, I would just like to take a moment to say that I in no way associate with any of it. With any of it. Any of it. It's a it's a small it's a small country <laughs> on the the side of West Africa called any of it, and I do not associate with them. <laughs> I don't. They're very rude. Uh, I'm sure they are. <laughs> any of it. Do not travel there. I want some of that drug that uh, that uh, Robin Williams was joking about. Fuck it all. Oh yeah. Fuck yeah. it all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that you know what though, the the problem with fuck it all is that. Everyone would take it. Yeah. And nothing would get done ever. Yep. Uh, and I don't know why you went with an imaginary country named any of it when we already have the actual territory named none of it. I know, but see, people would expect that. <laughs> they're not going to expect any of it. No, I think none of it would be one of those places that are like, that can't actually exist. Kind of like dildo, uh, elbow, dildo, eyebrow. Dildos. Dildos Cove. Uh, in Saskatchewan, we've got a town named Forget. Um, I don't remember that one. Yeah, and no, I, I barely remember it myself. Uh, and I lived right beside it. Um, we've got Oxbow is another one. Salmon Arm. Yes, yeah, Salmon Arm. Yep. Like, I just I just imagine a Trogdor Salmon. Oh, <laughs> Hell. There's Hell. Uh, there's that one. But, the Highway to Hell. Yep. Highway to hell. More like 
That's a pain Side pen. road to hell. I really wonder how tired of that song the people who live in hell are. The railroad six to hell. Yeah, like, just the radio station there, just for all the people coming in to visit so they can say they've been to hell, just constantly plays that song on fucking loop. Yeah, it's like, or, these people are the Or worst. maybe they play it, like, <laughs> all the fucking time. Like, every shop you go to, every house... <laughs> Like, just have speakers pointed at the road the second you <laughs> enter hell. And just have, like, a trip they're, wire. They're so desensitized to it. They've been listening to it for, like, for years. Yeah, they don't even see it. It'll Whoa. be one of, like, one of those Halloween pressure mats. So when you, like, step at the door, it's like... It, it, you get all these <laughs> ridiculous, but just when you drive into hell, it just goes trigger the match. Yeah, they just like roll it out. It's kind of like how I live under a flight path. <laughs> they just have like those giant like military grade sa- like, sonic warfare modules just to blast that shit at the fucking cars. Yep, we have a new visitor. <laughs> <laughs> Except it plays Highway to Hell <laughs> instead of the THX intro. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I kinda miss the the cow THX thing with the robot. I don't remember this. That's like a long time ago when the movie used to start. It used to be like a flying robot. It used to have like one of those little kids' toys. It's like a little can with a noisemaker in it. Yep. You know those ones that you're like <laughs> yep. we used to call those six sticks. But that's basically what it sounded like. Yeah. And this this flying robot has mm. He's like a, he's like, it looks like a janitor robot, honestly, but, uh, he has like one of these little things that's supposed to make the sound of a cow and it's like, oh, when he tips it over and he's like, eh, then he takes like a cord from the THX sign and like plugs it in and it's like, and then it like gets all big and (laughs) epic. Uh, I kind of, I kind of admit that was uh, a good movie starter. Old school kids movies. I actually don't think I've actually seen a THX intro at a movie in ages. It's pretty boring now. It kind of just goes, our shit is tight. And then it just kind (laughs) of THX. (laughs) Stick it in your face and slam it. (laughs) What's it made out of? That's a great question. Have a t-shirt. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I feel that's like Donald Trump's campaign right now. Uh, So what are you going to do about this issue? That's a great question. Here's a t-shirt. Yeah. Fucking, oh my God, watching Donald Trump's meltdown lately has been fucking beautiful. Oh my God. Like, it's, it's been glorious just watching the like the fire rising (laughs) around the Donald Trump campaign. Like it, it's so disastrous. It's beautiful. It's like watching a fucking nuke go off, right? Just the destructive force behind it. But you're like, wow, that's cool. I I could feel like, you know what it's like? It's like a, it's like a big old building catching on fire. And at first you're kind of scared and amazed. You're sort of like, man that i hope everyone's okay and then you find out that there's it's just a filled with like you know the national meeting of child molesters and then you're like ah and then you just sit back and watch that shit burn (laughs) fucking um someone in the chat actually brought up the zap brannigan donald trump quotes have you heard this oh my god i have to yeah so the the voice actor that does zap brannigan from futurama he actually went and recorded himself 
saying Donald Trump quotes oh my God. in Zap Brannigan's voice. That's amazing. And it's fucking beautiful. I, I do. I need to hear Seriously, this. if you have not heard any of this stuff, go look that shit up. Like, right now. Pause the fucking episode and go look up Zap Brannigan, Donald Trump. E- it, it's fucking amazing. That That sounds... I love it when voice actors do that, like, hilarious side shit, like the voice actor for Duke Nukem. Yeah. Yeah, did a clip called Doug Hug'em <laughs> because he wanted to make something nice for, like, the young kids. So oh, he's my like, God. It's like, how about a friendly handshake? Um, it's like reuse, reduce, reuse, and recycle. <laughs> uh, and it, it actually, it hasn't even just been the Donald Trump campaign that's been fucking melting down either. Uh, the Hillary camp has been fucking going crazy too. Uh, right now, the current thing they're doing is they're actually s- basically all the news organizations. Like, if you go anywhere right now, CNN, MSNBC, all of them, uh, National Post, they've all got articles right now that were all published within the same four hours, basically saying how WikiLeaks uh is this now is this terrible organization and they're outing gay people in like fucking somalia or wherever the fuck and uh you know all these leaks that they're putting out are endangering people's lives and all that and this comes on the heels of the big leak about hillary clinton that came out and like one of the things that was in there was there like oh they outed this dude in i think it was like uh, uh like either iraq or saudi arabia um who turned out to be gay and like the leak had his like name and stuff in it and confirmation that he was gay and everyone's like oh my god you outed this gay guy and he's in danger now. well the thing they're not telling you about is the fact that the information that was in there came from the fucking news articles about the dude getting arrested in these countries for being gay like they didn't out him the country already knew like yeah they're kind of like we know yeah like i old news <laughs> <laughs> so so it's like i, I and like basically they're uh, they're trying their fucking hardest to make wikileaks sound like, like these Hitler. horrible people right and it's funny because you know what this reminds me of a lot what the several articles coming out within a few hours of each other, all about the same thing about how horrible some particular group or organization is. Sounds a lot like what happened with Gamergate. It, in fact, it's literally the same thing. Basically, yeah. Um, and it, it's again like what I was talking about last week with the whole the news media controls the fucking narrative. They only tell you what they want you to hear. And right now they want you to hear that WikiLeaks is this horrible news organization. While but they fucking... are. Haven't you read the news? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. WikiLeaks is literally Stalin and Hitler, literally Hitler. At, at the same time. Uh, no, no, uh, closer to Stalin. Aberdolf Linkler. Yeah. Aberdolf <laughs> <laughs> Linkler. Um, and that's too many things. Like it, it fucking like, so all this shit's coming out. And meanwhile, and like it's happening right after Julian Assange himself came out and he's like i will end hillary like he's like he's made it his fucking mandate he's like i will end hillary before the first vote is cast like Uh... and so now all these news organizations that it's actually come out again that hillary basically owns like they're bought um yeah 
they're now saying, oh, WikiLeaks, by the way, it's Hitler. Don't listen to them. So, yeah, the Trump campaign is fucking going, you know, critical mass because Donald Trump <clears throat> and his just general stupidity. There's no way it could last. <laughs> There's really no way. Like, you can only pile, you can only pile shit in such a high stack before it starts to wobble yeah. and fall over. Like, fuck it, I don't know of any any organization that could, you know, contain the mass and density of Donald Trump's fucking ego and stupidity put together. No. I, no. I don't. And they've been feeding it. So, yeah, that just hit critical mass, and now they're going... Exactly. And then on the other side, you've got Hillary Clinton, where I don't know of any group or organization that can withstand the fucking density and mass of her fucking corruptedness. And so now that's all coming out, right? There's news articles coming out right now about like uh, the bribery and racketeering in the fucking Clinton Foundation now. And like, like, oh, my God. So, yeah. So nothing is sacred is what you're saying. (laughs) It's fucking... Uh, I wish I had a more like structured point to all of this, but I, oh, can't, no. I can't, I, there's nothing to say anymore. Like you just watch it all happening and it's like fucking watching a dumpster fire. Like all you can do is watch it and be like, yep, yeah, that well, is it. That's a dumpster fire. It's a dumpster fire. Uh, Shit is happening. Well, <laughs> I mean, I could describe it as a dumpster fire because, but the thing is, that is what it is. It's like every, all of the worst analogies I can think of to try to describe the situation are just literally what's fucking happening. Yep. (laughs) Like it's the joke in itself. I can't joke about it anymore. Uh, Honestly, it's, (laughs) it's, it's American politics. It's not, it's not really, it's not anything out uh, of the, apparently out of the ordinary. Yeah. They're just kind of their own. So they're their own shitstorm. Just with that, I guess, brought up and out of the way, because I, I know we weren't going to get through an episode without bringing that up at some point. Bring it. Um, I did, though, want to talk about a thing that might bother some people. What kind of thing? Uh, it's a technology <clears throat> thing. You're you know, what? I'm very you, triggered right now. Tao, you always have everyone's ideals and everyone's opinions well in mind uh, when you come up with see, a good, structured, it, ver- very, very uh, considerate story. All the uh, see, I already hate this thing you're talking about, like the actual thing. And so yeah. anything that they've done to further fuck their reputation cannot surprise yeah. me. So for the people using WhatsApp... Uh, I don't know if any of us do. I don't know if you use WhatsApp. I I don't. Did I for... stopped using it? <laughs> I did for like a, a week. Piece of shit. Yeah, so it was like a week. Someone was WhatsApp, like, "This is neat." Yeah, WhatsApp for those of you who don't know uh, is basically Telegram but shittier and owned by Facebook. Shittagram. Yep. Um, WhatsApp is used by literally millions of people all over the planet. It's owned by Facebook, but they were separate companies. Uh, WhatsApp just recently has released a statement saying that they are going to start sharing their information with their parent company, Facebook. So I never saw that coming. Yeah. So all the people right now using WhatsApp. uh, If you didn't stop using WhatsApp like two years ago when Telegram came out. 
you should stop using it now. Yeah. So they're they're uh, they're uh, sharing your information with Facebook, uh, and it's yeah. It, I mean, fucking like this is one of the reasons where why when I talk to some people about things like, uh, fuck even iCloud, uh, like Apple and stuff like that with with the iCloud and iMessage or uh, Google, I stopped using um their the. Uh, Google Talk, Google Messenger thing that they got going on right now. I stopped using that. Uh, and right now, basically, the only messaging apps I use are text message and fucking Telegram. That's about it. If I really need to, I might use, like, Yahoo. But, I mean, like, really, though, right now, I've basically entirely just migrated to Telegram. All my shit's on Telegram. Because I actually give a shit about privacy. And one of the big things I'm trying to do right now is try to unsell my soul from all these fucking companies that just own my shit. Right. If you look at Facebook, like that, that's the thing is like, like in the world that we live in today, you have to understand that if you aren't paying for the product, then the product's not the product. Okay. So you I ask you this the product. How are you paying Telegram? I am not. I don't. Uh, Telegram is actually there. Um, uh, they are a not-for-profit organization that survives off of donations. So they're not selling information. They uh, like they those, ha- those kinds of companies do tend to go one way or the other. Well, that that's the thing is they they have a statement about it on their website. You can look up or go to Telegram dot com. Uh, in their FAQ, it says, "How do we make money?" And it says right there they got that at one point they've received a massive donation from a uh, investor who is interested in things like privacy, and that has and it was enough money to keep them going for a good long time. And then once they don't have once that pool has run out, that they're probably going to open up for donations and uh, start selling things like premium service. Um, so like that's cool. that's the thing like telegram has openly stated this is how we make money you know who doesn't do that fucking facebook <laughs> yeah no facebook is um i find it i find it a little bit creepy that it's not it's a little unsettling when you talk to somebody like twice on a dating site and then the next time you go on Facebook, it's like people you may know. Yeah. And like, it's like and the person you were talking to on a totally different fucking application. Yeah. yeah. Well, like Twitter does this too. And I fucking sign into my specifically not furry work account. And it's like people you may know. And it's some fucking four file. I don't know. Whatever. It's a furry that has no right being recommended on my Twitter page because I follow like fucking the Calgary police Nenshi and like three or four other Calgary related things. Yep. Has no right being on there. Same thing with Facebook. Yep. So, and yeah, Facebook does that to me too. Facebook shows me show like, I don't do the furry thing on Facebook. Facebook is basically just for me to look at like my sister's fucking vacation pictures and you know, com- you know, comment on an RSVP for some like family reunion. Like that is literally all I use it for. I log into it maybe once every six months. Go delete all messages. 
and then like log out again. <laughs> so that's pretty much what it's. I promise you, those messages haven't been deleted. Yeah, well, and that's the thing is, is like, so I, I it's just that's the thing when you're using an online service. If you are not buying and paying for the product or know where that money is coming from, then the product is not what they're selling. Oh. You are the product. You are what they're selling. I can't imagine how many people care about that anymore because like, how could you not know that by now? Yeah. Like I don't I don't necessarily think that every free every free application gives out all your information. Most Not companies do have to exist by money somehow. Oh, I, be, I know. Be it by donations, and usually they're very upfront about that, or by selling your information, which they're not. Yeah, they're ne- they never. Which they, I mean, it'd be nice if they could be like, well, I don't know. Like, I mean, I've noticed more often than not that newer apps and newer things. I'd be like, do you want this to have access to your contacts? Do you want this to have access to? You know, your pictures or photos, do you want this to have, you know, access to your location and your email and your name and your personal information? Like at least, at least, you know, it may be a very limited scope right now, but at least some people are trying to make it a little bit better and at least ask you first, right? Yeah. I mean, Mm. now that's not to say that most of the time we won't be like, no, you can't have access to this. Okay, well, then the app's going to close. Yeah. Yeah, and, yep. I, and like that's the thing is I, I I I've been seeing that more and more, and that's one of the reasons like I don't use Google Drive or iCloud or SkyDrive or Dropbox or any of that shit. I don't use them. Don't use it because that those free services have to exist somewhere, and I don't feel like being the product when it's my data that's involved. So I built my own cloud service. I don't use fucking Google Music or Apple Music or any of those. Uh, mm. I built my own. Like, I've been slowly pulling my shit off of these cloud services because, like, that's the thing that I've come to realize. Like, you know, when people talk about cloud, what they really say, what they're really saying is someone else's computer. <laughs> like, well, yeah. You can store all your data, just replace work, the work. cloud with someone else's computer. So, you can the, store all your data on someone else's computer. Work has the absolute biggest hard on for fucking cloud. And it has made my life hell. Because now yep. none of our services are hosted on our servers. No. Nope. They're hosted on somebody else's servers. And we're subject to other people's SLAs, which are fucking awful. Their support is awful. <laughs> our access to the product is shitty and terrible. Yep. And, oh, God, would my life just be easier if we didn't do this shit? <laughs> now, there are some things that I can say that, like, as far as cloud services go, that make sense. Things like paying Amazon for data center space. That makes sense uh, because, you know, you're paying them for a thing and usually an exorbitant amount of money. Um, but things like, yeah, Google drive or Dropbox, those free storage services, I'm actually starting to debate moving away from, uh, Gmail, uh, because you know, that that's like my next big step is moving away from Gmail because that is to your own exchange server. Uh, I haven't decided what kind of server, but it'll be a server of some kind. Um, you know what though? I don't mind if you can. If you just put like 
the only thing I put on Dropbox, like I have Dropbox, but the only thing I have in there is like work shit and like yeah. stuff that's really not useful to anybody. Well, it's not even so much the stuff that uh, you put into it because things like Dropbox and Google Drive, they're all encrypted. Like Google couldn't access that data if they wanted to. Yeah. It's the way the tracking on those sites work. Oh, understandably right? it's the, so. It's, it's the little invisible pixel that goes on from site to site that tells Dropbox or whoever is sponsoring Dropbox at the time <laughs> that this person uploaded a file named this to yeah, the which... website and also goes on Amazon and also goes here and also goes here. Uh, you know, it's it's all that bullshit. And this is the reason, like... In the web browser right now, that we, we've got like the stream information going on in the chat. That browser right now, it's got Adblock Plus, it's got Ghostery, and it's got NoScript all running at the same time. I'm like, no, fuck off. You don't get to know anything about me right now. Like, I, I can't deal with it. And it's funny because all those things fucking break Facebook. <laughs> like, just break it. Oh, of course they do. Oh, 100%. <laughs> Yeah, you can't even use Facebook with that shit running. So uh, I'm just uh, like even just using NoScript, it is disturbing. <laughs> how how many websites work? have like the exact same plugins for shit? Yeah, like sometimes it's just hosting services, but like most of the time it's Facebook plugins. Yeah, and fucking whatever like stupid advertising service they've got running. Yep, everything. Uh, I'm actually going to turn off that air conditioner because I can hear it popping up in the I can't hear it, but I'll okay, just turn it, it off. off. I can turn it off. <laughs> I'm super close. I don't know. All right. Well, if I don't have to get up, I'm not going to argue. Ah, I can still hear the silence. No, you're just going to hear me sweat. I'll silence now. you in a minute. Um, but I'm yeah, just going to hear my <clears throat> back glistening with sweat. <laughs> what does what does we can hear a coagulating? What does back sweat sound like exactly? <laughs> not not something the, like that. Not the cartoon jingle of the light glistening and with no. the star through the sweat droplet. I don't know if that's the sound of back sweat and more the sound of just rampant masturbation. Both, both. I'll show you rampant masturbation. (laughs) Uh, And now the news. No. Oh, and the car is saying that iCloud is paid for by the sales of Apple products. True. Uh, Kind of. It's subsidized by Apple products. I am more than sure that they're, that Apple is doing some type of data mining, data gathering well, on their I users. I mean, the the one thing you, that you do largely imply is that paying for a service means you're protected, uh, and it doesn't. It doesn't. Which not is in the slightest. Like people still pay for Dropbox, mind you. Yeah, that doesn't mean they're not harvesting your information. Yeah, people, analytics is fucking everything. We we're right now like for the podcast, we're paying for uh, the Google Business email thing. Uh, Google Apps. So yeah, and that's still Google. And they're still mining that data. Google, Google. Um. So yeah, I I guarantee you, there's some type of data mining going on. That is the current paradigm. That is the, you know, that is ha- the current, uh, everything that's happening. Like everybody is data mining everything. That is where all the money is. 
right? People think that the money is in one product or the other, but no, the the money is and always actually in a way has been in knowledge and information, right? You know, hell, it goes down to like, even in fantasy books, you've got that guy like, you know, do you want real power? Real power is information and I have information. Kind of, you know, like that guy, that character, like, you know, and everybody knows this. So is I don't know. I just feel like we shouldn't be giving up our information. WhatsApp to large, mostly let's be as evil as possible corporations like Facebook. Yeah. Or should I say. What's Hitler app? <laughs> what's Hitler app? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> um. Fucking, but yeah, so fucking Nazis. So Carr is making the claim <clears throat> that Apple is not mining the data, but I I don't know. I'm skeptical. I Carr, I admire your enthusiasm and positivity, but there are certainly things that directors and corporate does doesn't tell you. Yeah, like that's one hundred percent. Like the. I want to believe, but I don't. Like, I mean, maybe we're cynical. Maybe you're right, but I don't believe you. Yeah, it's it's one of those things. I'm sorry. Like, you know, like I like on my phone right now. Um, okay, so first off, like to the point where you know I don't use Chrome anymore on anything because Google tracks shit within the Chrome browser itself, so I don't use that on my Android phone. I have. Uh, let me see. Um, one, two, three, uh, four applications that block tracking of various things. And I don't use Chrome on my phone either. I use another open source browser. Like everything I use at this point, I'm slowly app by app moving my way away from big data. And I want to keep it that way as much as possible. See, like... The funny thing is here is that I'm currently buying like air filters and shit on Amazon. It is recommending me Brian Jack's books. I have never once looked those up on Amazon and there's like eight of them recommended here. I don't know who that is. Uh, Redwall. Redwall. Uh, Redwall. <clears throat> Neat. But yeah, that's what I wanted to talk about. Internet privacy. Watch your shit. Don't use WhatsApp. Yes, this is the internet privacy is the one topic we actually agree on. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking. And I mean, unless you're okay with all your shit just being out there, but like, you know, with, you know, especially like with the, uh, uh fuck, what's her name? That, uh, black actress from, uh, the shoes and Ghostbusters. Queen Latifah. That's racist. No, not Queen Latifah. <laughs> the, the not that... Queen Latifah. Ghostbusters black woman. There we go. Uh, That's Leslie nice. Jones, I think. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well uh, done. Like with the right now, all the like Leslie Jones with her, someone hacked into her cloud services of some kind. I don't know if it was iCloud or what it was, but all her nudes and shit got leaked just recently. Like, especially with all that shit coming out, YouTubers all over the place getting hacked, WhatsApp accounts getting hacked, Bitly accounts getting hacked, fucking. Like everything's getting hacked. I'm just like, mm, now, maybe I'm not going to use any of these things. Now, there's no doubt that Leslie Jones is a funny lady, and I'm sure she's very nice. Yes, but I I don't believe 
I don't believe. I I don't I don't believe that I would very much like to see nudes. <laughs> I um uh, like, like of most people I I don't I don't know. <laughs> I don't think. I like how you just broke into a fucking pirate accent there. <laughs> Specifically the one you use for Iron Claw. <laughs> uh, it's the multi-use accent. Um, so, yeah, no, I don't think, I don't think I entirely would yeah. like to, not, and not just like Leslie Jones of all people, but it's like, yeah, I got nudes of some random person yeah. neat yeah like i i just the the main i don't know people people are like are is boredom really that fucking rampant yes that people it must be people wanted to see a fucking like what 60 70 year old hulk hogan so there's that i mean i like I'm, I'm sure if uh the governor's fucking nudes got leaked he would be all over that shit like i mean it is i don't know yeah, I don't like storing shit with other people because then I can't control what other people do with it. Um, well, and it's okay. One thing, one thing I could definitely bring up is: you ever notice how? Okay, so a lot of people complain. You, you hear a lot of people complain about those like ridiculous passwords you get for Wi-Fi, like for modems and stuff. Like, yeah. where the password is fucking, you know, it's forty characters, and you know, like. 20 like 20 of them are are all uppercase letters and you got numbers thrown in there and you know symbols and whatever kind of bullshit you can throw and they're like man i just want something stupid and easy to punch in when i want to use my internet yeah but then on the exact same in the exact same breath it's like I swear someone's hacking my internet. It's like, well, if maybe, you maybe don't make your password hello one two three. Yeah, that's that's what I mean. It's it's just like okay, you're complaining about so, security, and then immediately you're complaining about something that's too secure, and then so, immediately complaining about security like, not being tight enough. I just turned on the uh, two step authentication on my Telegram, and. Um, so with my telegram, uh, with my password for that, it is now, uh, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen 14 character long password. And th that's a, that's a standard for me. That is a standard length password for me. I have more secure passwords that i use for like highly encrypted shit like the encryption keys on my uh on my drives and shit like that like i i have uh actual you know the you know 40 whatever like the 4000 character long key things and then those have a key phrase that go with them and then that password's like 25 characters long so like when people are like, yeah, my password is password. Like, you know, when you get to work and there's inevitably like that one service that everybody logs into and they're like, yeah, we just use a standard account. Oh, what's the password? Welcome one. We haven't changed it yet. And it's like, to me, I hear that and I'm like, you are begging, begging to just get fucking wrecked 
on an IT scale. Like uh, this is it's brutal. So yeah, it's not. Uh... Seriously, walk into any any location and try. Welcome one, test one two, test one two three, the abbreviation of the company name one two three, or any variation of those, and I almost guarantee you, you are gonna get into one of their fucking accounts. Like, <laughs> it, it's fucking brutal. Are you uh, are you insinuating that our viewers should attempt to hack? Like, seriously, go into Best Buy and for like a Best Buy or something. And for whatever password for anything they got hanging out, just Just, try like BB123 or Welcome One. No, for Best Buy, it's you go in, you buy something, like something cheap, like a candy bar. Oh, yeah, and you get the store number. number. And then you use that. Yeah, BB store number. Best Buy store number. Yeah, or shit like that. Welcome store because number. Because people are fucking help. stupid and can't remember a password. Yeah, or help, even just the store number. Like, nothing else. Just the store number. Try that. See if that works. Fucking, oh my god. We do not condone any of this. <laughs> yes, we do. Yeah, people are like, how do I keep getting hacked? And it's like, this is why. Right here. I just don't know what happened. But you always have like Do you ever do you ever see those those like chuckleable like usernames and things like that? Yep. Like I don't know, like crazy slot forty thirty one. <laughs> and it's like I've had this same name for like thirty yeah. years and you're just like, You're not a crazy slut anymore. The the it's the names like XX Darkwing Angel one nine six three XX. Good old Phoenix, AIM names. Phoenix Dark Dirk. Dark Actually, probably one of the best tart. things you can do for yourself, like as far as password management goes, is use a password manager. Yeah. Don't by the way, use LastPass or any of the ones that are cloud services. Uh, I use KeePass. It's a local database. Exactly. Use KeePass. That way, you have the database file. It is your file. If you want to delete that file, you hit the delete button. Then that database file doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, like, rather than there being copies of it. Yeah. Here, 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 everywhere. Yeah, you know, on a fucking global scale. And then it's also, like, not just, like, on the internet where anyone can get to it. You need a local file. Yeah. So, yeah. Some asshole's password. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I get that they are encrypted, but at the same time, I just, I do not feel very good about things like LastPass having literally... All of my passwords stored on a cloud service. You know that thing that I've been bitching about for the past, like, half fucking hour? (laughs) But wait, Tal, you love cloud services. Oh, yes. Um, But yeah, anyway, we've been going on about this for a while. No. No. You said you had a thing, though, to talk about that you wanted to bring up. I do have a thing. You said it was controversial. Mm, It's kind of (laughs) controversial. Just a little. I love the I love the excited grin you've got coming. <laughs> um, so I kind of want to know other people's take. So I have I do have a couple of things, but they're both pretty short. So uh, they might spawn a lot of convo. So we'll see. Um, I'll start with one, and we'll see from there. Okay. So uh, social media kind of exploded a little bit recently. Um, I guess what happened, like, when does it not? But, um, so here's my motherfucking picture I'm going to paint you. So, okay. So imagine 
imagine you're out with uh, you're out with your kid. Okay. Yep. Just you're you're taking your kid and just just imagine you're like man, like you've got the whole nine yards. Like you just love to hunt. You got like Yosemite Sam fucking oh, mud flaps. This, yeah. You got fucking. You got the like the shitty. What is it? That digitized looking camo. Oh, that looks awful. Um, it's like the fucking hard. Yep. Yeah. Oh, it's awful. Anyway, um, so you're you're like man, you know, me and my kid are totally gonna go hunting. And, you know, your kid happens to be like a little girl, you know, which is fine. You know, like, you know, let's whatever. But um, you're like, man, OK, I'm going to take my kid hunting. So, you know, you're you're making your way through the forest and uh, you're looking around. Stalking your unsuspecting prey. And suddenly <laughs> you see a deer off in the distance. Oh, boy. Dinner. It's Bambi. <laughs> And, uh, hopefully older than Bambi. <laughs> yeah, hopefully a little more. Like Bambi's dad. Yeah. So it's Bambi's dad. <laughs> we just add a little bulk with the brush. Just with a few brush strokes, you have Bambi's dad. Yeah. And uh, so so Bambi's dad's like hanging out there. And he's like, he's doing the John Travolta Pulp Fiction, like, like looking around, <laughs> like holding his coat, like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> looking side to side. He doesn't know what's going on because you're a fucking ninja in the bushes. And uh, your da- your young daughter there is, uh, you're both skulking in the bushes. And all of a sudden, you uh, you you look to your daughter and give her the eye, the, the you can do this. And as she raises her, raises her gun, please don't do that. Uh, <laughs> what, what the fuck even was that? I apologize. I wasn't writing and, no script, which apparently I should have been and, on a fucking news website. And by gun, I mean Pokeball, because this is a Bambamon, and you can uh, <laughs> you can now uh, use your Master Ball. Anyway, um, so she raises her gun and squints one eye, and blam! Bambi's dad is nothing more than a little forest floor decoration. Sweet. All right. Dinner. So, but before dinner happens... You waltz over to Bambi's dad. You gloat a little bit, being like, ha you should have brought a gun. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if all deer had guns. Where's your gun control now, deer? Uh, <laughs> so, so the deer is lying there, fairly upset, but mostly dead. And, uh, and uh, you kind of give your daughter that eye, the, the good work. This is your first kill. What are you going to do? And uh, your daughter proceeds to get down beside the deer. And as you would think, maybe like a, a young girl, maybe like, you know, eight to ten years old around there would, you know, would be like, you know, maybe, you know, thanks for, you know, the hunting experience, something like that. You know, like little girls play, you know, they just they're like, I'm, I'm sorry, you know, you know, sleep well. Kind of She like started that. eating it, didn't she? So what happens is the the girl proceeds to uh they proceed to I guess put put her hand in the in the now gaping wound uh and they end up cutting out the deer's still still warm somewhat undulating heart and she proceeds to take a big bite out of it. <laughs> yep. Now the the main the main thing of this was that 
I enjoyed it because all I could think about, it got straight flashbacks to Indiana Jones. And I just imagine a little eight-year-old girl over a deer going, Kalima! Kalima! <laughs> and the deer just, ooh, like standing there. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but seriously, like, what? Now, I guess, I guess, uh, the, I think it was Twitter that it got posted to. Yep. And... So people are like, it's in like this big hunter thread or whatever, like, oh, you know, I'm so proud of my young girl, you know, first time hunting, first kill, da, 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 all this stuff. And like some people were, you know, some people like reciprocated well, like they're like, oh, yeah, that you you must be so proud of her, da, 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 all this stuff. Yep. And but some people are like, what the fuck is wrong with you and your little girl? And I was like, you know what? OK, for starters. It's a little girl. If you, when you're a kid, when you're like, when somebody that you look up to is like, Hey, do this thing. They'll be like, okay. Like they, kids don't usually have that. No aspect. Like, you know what I mean? Yep. I mean, if like an older sibling, if you really look up to your older sibling and they're like, you know what? You should take that candy bar. Because <laughs> you I mean, just think of how good it's going to well, be later. And uh, like, I read about this, and like a big part of it too is that the whole biting the heart thing. That's actually part of an, an a tradition in the area that they're in. I, I can't remember if it was like Sweden or something like that. I, oh no, it was New Zealand. New that's Zealand. where it is. Yeah, that's where it is. Um, it's a tradition that it, you know you 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 take a bite of the heart of your first kill. Um, or I don't know if it's the first or every or what it is, but it's a, it's a thing there. Hmm. Um, and like growing up in a hunter family, like, I don't know why people are so upset about this. I really don't get it. Like, it doesn't matter. It's, it's kind of disgusting, but the deer was dead. It's dead. They're going to eat it anyway. Like, it's just really weird. But it, I, I don't think, I don't think people have, I don't think people have the right to, like, I don't know. A, I I don't think I don't think people have the right to tell somebody else like how to you know parent or how to do yeah you know. And if that's something I don't know, like I mean the the girl was probably super stoked. Well, like, I mean, it's they, not they the might fact... as well also be super offended by the hunting. Yeah. Well, it, like here's the thing: the girl didn't like kill the deer with it, with her bare hands. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, no, it, it's like it was a hunting trip. Like, you know what? I love animals, and you know, she's I don't not like running through the woods with a fucking Rambo knife between her teeth, hopping down onto deer from up in the trees. Like, no, it was <laughs> like they went on a hunting. They went on a hunting trip. This is this was the end result. Like, spoiler alert: the end result of hunting is usually a dead animal. Yeah, and you know what? Although, again, like I'm not. I wouldn't say I would like to go hunting, and but I'm not going to tell somebody they can't. Like, I've been on a couple hunting trips, and I got to say, like, you know, and I, I've said this on the podcast before. I think that every person on Earth should, at some point in time, have to go through the process of watching an animal go from being alive and eating and being animal-y to dead <laughs> on a plate and delicious. I like somebody should have to go through that entire process well, at like, least once in their life. I, to, I've, you know, like I've done fishing most of the time, which is not quite the same as like actually, cause I've never shot a deer, never no. like hunted. I, I've never like that. shot a deer, but I've watched one go but from alive to on my plate. I've most certainly killed my fair share of fish. Like, yeah, exactly. And gutted it 
and uh, cooked yeah, it. That was a thing. It's like, perfectly fine. I think I've talked about like, my uncle's fishing shack on the show before. Because it's yeah. really fucking ignorant to, like, complain about hunters and then, like, go yeah, and yeah. eat yourself a delicious old steak. Yeah, and it, it like... People it's are so upset about this. Like, how could you put a little girl through the? Well, like the and like you know, the people have this weird. But what sense about of gender binaries and like all that <laughs> like, garbage? But the thing is, they have this weird sense of morality about it. Like you know, like subjecting a girl. Like, the, but the thing is, like she's eating meat, I, right? You're eating meat. Anybody who's eating meat. Like the thing is, this is arguably much more morally justifiable and sound than going to the fucking grocery store and buying a steak. Cause you know what? That animal until it was dead was out roaming the wilderness free and being all deer like yeah, and a doing circle of life, deer right? things. Not... And, and as opposed to that, that fucking burger that I guarantee you a few people listening to the show right now are eating that fucking cow lived in, shitty shitty horrible conditions for most of its life watching everything around it die until it was its turn like that is not natural right so like the thing is if people are bitching about this like i'm sorry but not sorry like fuck off like there are i think it's i think it's the fact again like i don't i think it's mostly the fact that because it was a a little girl of course, right? Yeah. yeah. Which but, one? Spoiler alert: They're also women that hunt. They're yeah. also allowed to do, you know, whatever anything. they want. Yeah. Exactly. It's not like, wait a minute, now hang on. That's just a poor little girl. Well, no, that's sexist. Little girls can do anything they want. <laughs> well, and we and we know damn well that if a little boy did it, there and and everyone would have just been like, oh, neat. That's yeah. that's well, cool, and it would or, have been or like that's kind of gross, but yeah, whatever. Or, or at the very worst, it would have been like, look at this, indoctrinating a little boy into your gun-toting bullshit. Like it wouldn't have been like, how could you do this to this poor little girl? Kind of thing. Like it's you know what? It's a like. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I would ever go hunting and make my daughter. You know, by the but that's that's not my tradition, right? And it's yeah. not like they even mentioned that he did say like. He's like, it's not, they were like, this seems a little ritualistic and a little bit crazy. And he's like, well, it's not a ritual. He's like, it is a tradition, but it's not. Yeah, it's not a religious thing. No, it's, it's, it's just, you know, and bonding. Well, and that's the thing, like in my mind, like the whole outrage about it to me is one of two things. And one of them is either steeped in sexism about this poor little girl and how can you do this to this poor little girl and it's always little girl little girl little girl just trying to grind in that that somehow makes it worse um she wanted to go yeah exactly like she wanted to go hunting like fuck it who cares and and the other part like then there's the other part of it which is like you know the either the anti-hunting group or animal rights group which this was a hunting trip this it wasn't they're not going out and fucking poaching fucking rhino ivory they yeah killed, no they, they killed it to eat they it killed like... a deer to eat for food which is arguably a lot and the way they did it like with the, with the biting of the heart thing to me shows a lot more respect to that animal than any of those motherfuckers who have just gone to the grocery store and bought a fucking steak off the rack like because biting into the heart like that is 
a pure acknowledgement of what has just happened. Yeah. Right. That, that adds a lot of weight to the scenario to yeah, what that's... just happened. Right. It, it's not, this is a dead animal. And the thing is you have to understand that every time you go to the store and every time you buy that steak, that is what you're doing. Right. This is a dead animal. Every steak you bought, that's a fucking dead animal. So this little girl being able to acknowledge that and Yay, we have food now. Like, that is more respectful, in my mind, to these animals than grocery stores are. Well, I mean, it's not, you're not, um, I don't know. Like, I mean, it's, everyone's got their thing. Hunting happens to be their thing. And I mean, I don't think that's necessarily bad to teach. To teach you. And like, at a young age, I think it's the, I think it's A, the age, B, the sex, and see like i think it's because people obviously aren't it's they're scared of what they don't know right so they yeah. think that let's just like you know your little girl's a murderer like it just yeah. it doesn't it doesn't enter into that or they think she's gonna grow up to be some sort of serial killer i yeah. was i was like you know what there's there's way worse there's way worse kids doing way worse things. Yeah, and, well, and that's the thing is like, I don't even think that saying that doing something worse is even accurate. Like this is a perfectly normal, natural thing. Yeah. Like, it's not, it's a hunting trip. Like it's not, like, but I mean, a, worse thing like, that happens. I mean, as someone who's never heard about the whole heart eating thing, that's still weird to me. But I mean, if it's a tradition in the area, like, well, yeah, it's okay to be weird. It's just be, being tradition fine. And I mean, yeah. if it's like, it's symbolic. Yeah. And like, you've heard me bitch about like crappy traditions and crappy cultural norms that hurt people. Right. But well, the thing is, the animal's already dead. Yeah, I mean, who it, is it hurting? Exactly. Yeah. This isn't one of those things. This is just a tradition. They take a bite out of the heart. It doesn't hurt anyone. I just, I, I want to know what that would like, what the texture is and what that would taste like. I have eaten heart before, never raw but, though. Yeah. No, that's what, like, but like yeah. warm and still <laughs> kind of moving. I, I don't just like slice off a piece or something. Uh, I, take... I, I don't think I could. Uh, be, it'd be like how much would you enjoy eating uh, a raw onion? It tastes gamey as uh, fuck. I I don't mind eating raw onion, uh, red onion specifically. But okay, yeah. raw raw onions fine. But like yeah. taking a big bite like an apple, yeah. it, I might. I mean, like I said, <laughs> I it, it would probably might. taste gamey as fuck. I don't know if it's something that you know. I don't know would if it would taste like much of anything. It except it would blood. taste gamey as fuck blood deer meat especially like really fresh raw deer meat is very very gamey you need to treat it and wash it properly you'd have to do like the milk wash thing and i find a lot of that a lot of wild game meat for definite you have to know how to season it because otherwise it's just you get so much so much of that gamey flavor it's just that's it it just tastes like animal yeah basically (laughs) 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 oh this meat tastes like animal wow yeah i guess there's a i guess there's a huge art to that actually tastes like deer or elk or whatever Well, and like I said, part of that is like like I was talking about the milk wash. They'll soak the meat in milk to try to pull some of that gamey flavor out of it. Uh, and then they're seasoning it properly, preparing it properly. Like you can't just take a fucking deer roast, cut it off the fucking animal, throw it in a crock pot and call it a day. No, you, know? you got to really <laughs> you have to prep it properly. Um, and like, it's funny because like grocery store meat, like that's already been done to it. 
right? Like when you buy pork and yeah. stuff, that all that shit's already been done for you. Uh, with, you know, that's why like out on the other side of the city there, the reason it smells so fucking weird all the time uh, is because there's the pork rendering plant. Yeah. Like right there. And that's what they do. They take pig carcass and turn it into pork meat. Delicious foods. <laughs> it's, I don't know. It's the, I guess it's the, that image I guess people weren't ready for. Yeah. No, it is it makes people uncomfortable and therefore inherently makes it yeah. bad. I think a part of it is too that people just don't like to be reminded that their food is dead animals. Oh, that's uh, that's also true. That's a good that's a good definite yeah. on that so one. Which would be which would be one of the reasons people are so upset and like so it's like they feel guilty about the fact that they're eating animals. And they don't like to be reminded of it. And then they see this girl who has literally no problem with that. And they're like, why don't you feel guilty? Obviously, you're a terrible person. And then since they don't want to feel like, guilty about it, they get all mad kind of thing. Like, I'm sure there's some psychological bullshit like, like that. They, they probably would have been just as offended if the girl had started gutting the deer. Yeah. Like, I'm going to say that the, this exact scenario probably happened. Oh, my God. How can that little girl do this? like eating their fucking like hungry man tv dinner or their mcdonald's burger yeah that's, you know they're listening to it on the fucking radio eating their fucking a and w burger uh on their way back from whatever work or business trip they were on driving their fucking minivan yeah, like not just minivan but like their fucking escalade fucking huge ass suv that how could it's, they don't well, they know that blah 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 animal rights like wait yeah like i'm sorry but the first people to be like the, there's, there's nothing animal. humane about like killing animals <laughs> like breeding them for death yeah it's much more noble for like an animal to be galloping through the forest and be shot dead yeah than it is to be raised in a fucking farm and that's the other thing too like do you know how much like how much food one of those deers can will net you like holy shit yeah you get a shit like, ton of if you've got like you know a family of three you know husband wife and a daughter you know like it's just you like that one deer will last you minimum six months minimum like you can stretch and if you want to stretch that out you can go longer like you know, especially if you're not the kind of family that's made, you know, eating three or four burgers per person every night kind of thing. Like yeah. if you're just eating a normal amount of meat with like, I don't, I'm sure all of, not everyone, but a lot of us grew up with families who the parents always served lots of vegetables and like the two slices of roast and the potato kind of thing. Like, you know, if you're the kind of family that eats that much meat, like normal people, instead of, you know, me where I'm half carnivore i swear to god uh yeah that's that is six months to a year's worth of fucking meat so it's like yeah they're not going to the grocery store anymore and buying you know bread for death cattle right it's they they have this thing that they went out and they killed and found themselves and it's just their food now right so i don't know anyway <laughs> no it's definitely like a, a respectful thing i don't know I don't know how much I would enjoy ever. I don't think I could ever shoot an animal. Like hunting. I, I would probably. I, if, I know, shot a pigeon once. And I, I felt horrible for it. <laughs> I've actually always regretted that I never was able to go out and hunt uh, ducks or geese with my, my dad. Yeah. I really 
would like to like do it once. Yeah. And like, that's the thing is, and I'd be probably more okay killing a bird than I would be with like Bambi. (laughs) Bambi's dead. But I would probably still pull the trigger. You just look through those scope, through the scope at those completely black, almost emotionless eyes. And, uh, (laughs) you you know what? I, I could, I could bow hunt, but I don't think I could hunt with a gun. Uh, I would probably miss with a bow. Yeah, bow I can actually either. shoot a gun. Oh, you'd absolutely have to be good at it. But I mean, I think, I don't know. I would almost feel better almost in some weird way. More justified. Yeah. Well, I don't Do you, know. I think it's more of the Would it be experience. more natural? Yeah. I think that's why. Fair. Yeah. No, it definitely. I think that's the point, right? Is, I don't know. I just. I well, should have evolved, bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm not, I'm not big on guns anyways. Like guns are neat and everything, but I'm not like, I must own one. Like, on, on those hunting trips that I went on, protection. I was, I actually helped my, helped my cousin uh, set up the sights on his rifle. He had this brand new, like beautiful bolt action. Like, I don't even know what it was, but it was a really nice rifle. I had helped him set up the sights and all that on it. Turns out I'm a pretty good shot. Apparently. Um, <laughs> Like they they're fun to shoot, but I don't know. It just pointing at a living thing. Yeah, that's I think that's when shit gets real. Yeah. So, anyway, uh what was that other thing that you said that you wanted to talk about? Or was there anything else? Yeah, does anyone else have a thing? Or should we go to car segment? We can go for a break for car segment. All right. I'm sure so, people yeah. I'm sure people are tired of hearing me talk. All right. Well, we'll go to car segment and we'll be back with some emails. Bitches. Bitches. Bitches like politics. <laughs> All right, here's Carr. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Carr, and tonight we're going to talk about space, the final frontier. Now, the space space agencies, the NASA, everything like that. I mean, when I was a little kid, like that was that was the thing. It was like astronauts and and space and Star Trek and Star Wars and like all this stuff and. I mean, it was absolutely in in my childhood, in the late 80s and the early 90s. Like, I mean, I was born the year of the Challenger disaster. It was still fresh on the minds of people when I was a little kid. Um, as the space shuttle just kept going up and doing all these little things. And, uh, you know, and the Cold War ended and all this, this weird stuff. And now I was a little kid when that happened. So I didn't really appreciate what was really going on. But with projects like um, the Mir or the, the Zoyuz... Um, Apollo joint missions and everything like that. Like the entire back half of the 20th century was just dominated in some way or another by a lot of space exploration. And the reason that I'm kind of thinking about this today is because in this last week here, actually just a couple of days ago is um, we basically found some pretty conclusive proof that there is a planet, a rock planet orbiting our closest star, Proxima Centauri, and it's right in what's colloquially called the Goldilocks zone of astrophysics. Now, what that means is it's basically the, like the nursery rhyme is, you can have a planet that's way too hot or way too cold, right? Take a look at our own solar system. We've got a ton of celestial bodies orbiting our star, Sol, or uh, what is the sun, whatever you want to call it. And Earth is sitting right in that perfect spot where it is not too warm, it is not too cold. You take a look at our two neighbors in the solar system, Venus and Mars. Both of them would be absolutely miserable places for life as we know it to live. And as far as various explorations to Mars have shown, it's pretty tough for life, even not as we know it, to be on that planet. 
Now, this other planet that we just found with all kinds of cool satellite trickery and everything like that and telescopes and all that is sitting right in that same kind of zone that Earth sits in. This is kind of a big deal. This is like playing a game of Civ and the perfect city site is right next to you. This is like playing StarCraft and the perfect expansion was unprotected and right next to you. This is the grand... This is a big deal, basically. I mean, the last time that we had anything like this was back when the space race first started, back in the, the 50s and the early 60s. Um, I mean, the biggest thing about, you know, nowadays space isn't sexy, right? I mean, we don't all, we, or it's not like the Jetsons now already. We don't, we didn't get that easy route and we're not all living in this grand um, utopian socialist of Star Trek uh, or anything like that. And so space travel has become unsexy. Uh, back in the late 50s and the early 60s, space travel was sexy. We were trying to beat the Soviet Union, the Soviet Union was trying to beat us, and leaps and bounds were being made in all kinds of space technology. The kind of things that nowadays, probably like the Apollo program would not have passed a single safety check, but we were trying to pass, or we were trying to beat the Russians to the moon, so that was a big deal. And then the problem is we did it, and then just to prove it wasn't a fluke, we did it again and again. But as soon as we beat the Russians, they just stopped trying. Um, nobody else has tried to go back to the moon since in part, probably because, you know, initial checks and everything showed that it was more rocks and it's a lot cheaper to just get those same rocks here on earth still, as opposed to going out to the moon to get them right. We're not building some grand shipyard, uh, in over the, uh, the lunar surface because of all this amazing material that's there or anything like that. And that's kind of the problem we've ended up to in sort of in the back half of the 20th century and now into the 21st century is, it's not sexy, and as of right now, it's not profitable either. And it's that second one that's a lot more important nowadays, because without grand political will, doing something really expensive is really tough. Uh, take a look at other big things that have happened in the past, like the colonization of the New World. Again, found by accident. They were trying to find a profitable way to India and got really fucking lost. Um, building the inter intercontinental railways is uh, a lot of them were taken on by private companies with enormous government grants because the profit was there for the companies and the benefits were there for the country. So you had that enormous political will combined with enormous financial capital. This could, and I very, very, very gently use the word could be the kind of thing to trigger another space race. Unfortunately, things right here on Earth aren't bad enough that we don't have the political will yet to then say, all right, fuck it, we found another planet. Everybody, let's start building spaceships and go! Figure out this warp drive shit. Let's get hyperdrives, solar sails, I don't care, sleeper ships. Let's go and explore. And I really wish that political will was there because this is the kind of thing that as a little kid, I always, you know, fantasized about. And, you know, it's, you always joke about those mathematical chances um, about... Uh, either, well, either of other life being out in the galaxy. And if you think about just how many stars there are, and uh, even if you were to go with like even the most ridiculously conservative calculations, still throw like 50,000 other planets that could be just like or very near to Earth in the galaxy. The fact that there could be one right next door is mental. I mean, again, it's that colossally, phenomenally tiny chance, that one that every 
uh, grand strategy gamer just hopes that they get when they load up that game for the first time. We got the perfect start position. Um, and I, it's just, you know, I should just put this in perspective. Okay, so for those of you who do not know about the our local galactic neighborhood, um, Proxima Centauri is the closest star to the solar system at only about four and a half light years. When you're talking about the grand scale of the galaxy, that is right over the fence. Um, I mean, with current technology, with some of our smallest and fastest theoretical probes, we could get a probe out there in about 20 years, give or take. Um, so small problem with that is, of course, it's 20 years to get out there, and then it would take four years for us to get transmissions back. Right, the, the moment it got there, it starts transmitting, and then we'd basically be waiting four and a half years for the lag. Uh, because, well, radio waves still just travel at the speed of light, and we haven't invented subspace yet. So, there is that small complication. Um, so, it sits, again, that, that planet, um, right now, I mean, even with some of our slower satellites, like some of the, like the bigger, clunkier ones, um, those would take a lot longer to get there, because they travel significantly slower than the speed of light. Um, so, you know, right now, with current technology, it is, well, it's either going to be a one-way trip on, you know, either a sleeper ship or a generational colony ship or something like that. But, I mean, it's within the realm of our current technology. It would just be incredibly difficult, incredibly expensive. Um, like, astronomically, could bankrupt several countries, astronomically expensive. But, again, right now, we don't have the political will to do it, and... Of course, there's not the profit there for any sort of a private corporation to jump in. Um, now, there are definitely, you know, organizations out there before, things like the SpaceX program um, and some of those other guys where you've got these philanthropists that are trying to encourage private business to make, to make space exploration and space travel more affordable, right? Coming up with better um, craft designs, re better reusable craft designs, which is far more important in the long term. Um Right, getting that motivation going to say we need to get out there. I mean, if nothing else, right, something absolutely awful could happen, and ISIS could get a hold of some nukes or something, or or um, some terrible thing. And and having that backup plan is never a bad idea, to be quite honest. The fact that we have a potential backup plan that's only four and a half light years away is incredible. Um, I mean, the, the so-called and we really need to come up with a better name for this one. Uh, Proxima B is a little bit different from Earth. Um, so, I mean, for one, it's got an 11-day year. So that's a little quick. Um, ha birthdays would probably not have quite so much significance if you were a, a Proximan. Um, and as far as we can tell from at least a distance is the planet doesn't have actually much of a day-night cycle. It is, um, what's the term, tidally locked? I don't think that's the right correct term, but basically, like, say, the moon, is that it is, its facing is stuck towards uh, Proxima Centauri. So the same side of the, the planet is always day, the other side is always night. Um, depending on the exact surface temperature, that could be a little bit toasty, um, or it could just be a case of just forever Alaska. So one of those two. Um, but it's still there. And just that idea, the fact that we rolled those cosmic dice and got that is so cool and so incredible. Um, and it just kind of makes me wish that we had, that something phenomenal was discovered there that made people, countries across the world, really, really want to go there. 
Um, because I mean, the last time this happened, I mean, we went from, um, you know, from jet engines at the end of World War II to rockets that could break the atmosphere and get stuff up in orbit by the end of the 50s. We were on the moon 10 years after that, from unmanned satellites to on the fucking moon in a decade. Just basically because a really nice uh, Bostonian said, we do not do these things because it is easy. We do them because we are hard. Because they are hard. My Kennedy is terrible. Um, I'm going to have to practice on that one. But again, we just it's that little, that little kick, that little nudge that I think would just make something for, you know, the next generation or the generation after that just exciting to just be in this new grand age of colonization. And maybe this is a completely awful total pipe dream, but I mean, between this and between really, really cool discoveries that have happened in, in, and I mean this literally and not in the science fiction sense, warp theory, it could just be something that at the end of our lifetimes, we get to see the first actual pictures back from uh, Centauri or Proxima B. And that's just really cool. So that's me nerding out for this week. Uh, as always, if you have any questions, comments, anything like that, us at unfurled.net. Just make sure that they're labeled for me. Uh, that's all for me for today, guys. And as always, enjoy the rest of Unfurled. So Windows demanded that I restart my computer in 10 minutes, so uh, that's just going to be a little bit. That's okay. That's okay. Fuck you, use, Windows. You can use the power. Use your brand new phone to read email. Yeah, God. Oh, I can do that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I have a phone that functions. Actually, I, I haven't linked it to the unfurled email yet. I should do that. You piece of garbage. I also need to do that. Do, do, do. Add account. Uh, uh, uh. That's uh, uh, pretty uh, sweet. We actually have like a few emails. Do we? Kind of, yeah. <gasps> do we? Yeah, we have four. Mm, us at unfurled. No, don't do that. Now Google oh, has man. our information. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, can I, I like you, password. Google, and I want to keep liking you, Google. Okay, there we go. Yeah, we do have a few emails. That's sweet. Um, wait, why do I not have email now? I don't have any emails. What the fuck? Organization. That's what everybody comes to our stream for. There we go. Okay. Google is getting my messages. Everything is loading. All right. I guess I'll start us off with some email then. Uh, Do it. Don't you usually start? Hi, Unfurled. This is a friendly reminder that your Dropbox is almost... Okay. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Did you seriously just start reading a Dropbox? Oh, that's a fail. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, okay. Uh, oh, this is from our taco man. Um, hello, unfurl. You do God pause cads. Thank for upload weekly. You never flail. To upload consistently. Uh, I made you Al caricatures, used super effort in many technology, 
end at least 10 minutes. I wish I could see video through thorough audio podcast. Sad. Smooch. Your local taco hay balesman. That's my handle. Wow. Okay. I like how you're the fucking beef wellington. Yeah, I am an on fire cow. Uh, Roland is an inedible noodle. <laughs> that one's awesome. Uh, just like the two <laughs> little legs and then the big. <laughs> I, I like how Vox is not two. <laughs> like he's relevant anymore. Do you see these? Yeah, I, I, it finally loaded for me. And your bah. Literally eats your trash. Yeah. All right. So uh, we'll have to put that picture up with the rest of it. That's God, amazing. that was hard to read. Like U is spelled just the letter U and oh my God. Awesome. Uh, oh, look, another uh, another Dropbox one. We're just going to read that. And uh, that one's a normal one. Go ahead. All right. Uh, Roland or a doom or we can get rid of that. Yeah, there we go. It's so clean now. From Satanic Furry, Worgen still have no tails. Good afternoon, Wildcast. I take offense to that. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I like WoW. Yeah, I don't it's actually. Fun. I don't actually play it. Why not? Um, because it would be a horrific waste of my time. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, useless Thunderblood Merchant, Flightmaster Who Can't Fly in a Bloody Straight Line, Bane Bloodhoof's Tail Warmer, and the uh, Deformed Draenei. Draenei, yeah. Draenei. Yeah, because you would be the, uh, the the Useless Thunderblood Merchant. Uh, uh, that would probably be me. Yeah, and then obviously the Flightmaster Who Can't Fly in a Bloody Straight Line is the only one of us that can fly. And, uh, another <laughs> Cockwarmer joke. That's really original. Um, except you're a tail warmer. Yeah. So you warm his tail, I guess. Yeah, that's what it's. Yeah, he's not calling you a cock warmer. Well, tail penetration is a thing. Triggered. Um, in regards to the personality test, I scored logical INTP A, which is mostly correct for my character. Putting logic before emotion and no caring about people's feelings, only the truth. Let's hear your assignment <laughs> from shh, last. Shh, no feels, only truth. <laughs> no reels only feels no reels feelings only. let's hear your assignments from last episode about creating your own storyline expect oh yeah i totally forgot about oh, that. oh yeah shit i kind of did totally forget about that sorry about that um if you haven't gotten around to that i'll ask a different question to keep the show flowing <laughs> yeah thank you for doing our podcast for you're, us. you're brilliant <laughs> Brilliant. I love how he knows as well enough to just see that shit fucking coming, coming a mile away. Yeah. Um, if you uh, pick a currently unplayable race, presumably this is also wow. Stop asking these things. I can't answer these questions. Uh, I.e. ogres, naga, murlocs, aroka, arakoa. Okay. Um, <laughs> give them a faction and why they should be implemented into the game. Arakoa. Because they're bird people and bird people are cool. Bird man. Uh, I choose Murlocs. Also a good answer. I choose. Then you can just run around. <laughs> I choose Naga because fucking awesome. Mm, the Nagas are pretty cool, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
No, that's that just has fucking cool written all over it. The, the Arakoa are pretty badass, so there is that. Make but, a, make them all race. Yeah, all of them. I would play either a Naga or a bird. And I, both uh, of them would be Horde, too, I think. You'd like to hope. Yeah. But what, what's that, like, super populated marketplace and WoW thing that exists? Marketplace? What? There, isn't there, like, a big town where people sort of... Stormwind? I mean, it, I don't know. Are uh, you talking about the one where everybody type fucks? Maybe. Worcestershire? Goldshire Tavern or something. Yeah, that's where everybody goes to type fuck. Type fuck? Yeah. Anyway. Erotic RP. ERP. Really? Yeah, for real. They're, they're, I think, I'm pretty sure it's Goldshire Tavern. Anyway, uh, on RP servers, people go there and type fuck back and forth to each other. It's a thing. On an on an unrelated note, where exactly is it? <laughs> it's like a more highly rendered Second Life. It's an alliance area, so yeah, you'd have to be so, alliance. So where is this? <laughs> uh, uh, I, feel, I, I feel like I'd be the horde guy in a fucking trench coat that goes in there and be like, want to type fuck? The work? <laughs> so I heard you're like bad boys. <laughs> I, I heard you like to type fuck. <laughs> All right. Sorry, continue. Uh, <laughs> here is how I feel about the worgen, besides not having a fucking tail. Uh, the Gilnean worgen were always deemed to be allies, being that they were once human, similar to Forsaken. But they wouldn't join the Horde because of the Forsaken attack. Uh, the Alliance needed a warrior who couldn't be raised in undeath and then used against them, so they were more partial to letting the worgen into the Alliance. The added pact of not being feral any longer also helped that case. Uh, this is long. Um, oh, holy shit, that is long. Damn, man. quick. All right, however, if the Worgen curse happened th and there was no Forsaken invasion, the Alliance would have little use for them and would possibly make them an enemy, even more so if the ritual to sedate the feral Worgen was never invented. This might lead to points of the Worgen attacking everyone, including Horde, but you win some, you lose some. So from here, they might actually ally with the Horde for protection, similar to how the Tauren needed help and protection against the Centaurs. Another possibility would be having the curse afflict the new a neutral race and turning them into Worgen instead. However, a point I am displeased with is that our opening story of Gilneas stop halfway through. Uh, however, the rest of our story is completed in Forsaken quests. Speaking of Forsaken, I could really see a Doom playing a Forsaken character, probably a range class. I do. Both yeah. of those. Yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah, I play a Forsaken Warlock because, you know, fucking awesome. <laughs> Thunder City is close. You can go visit. You are right. I could use with more bones to chew on. There is another reason we're not part of the Horde, because we disarm and dislike the entire Forsaken ranks before burying their arms and legs somewhere in the Barrens. <laughs> <laughs> Joking aside, the factional banter doesn't matter to me, mainly as I'm part of the arguable third faction, the Knights of the Ebon Blade. We just sit back and watch your fighting. Most of us would bring popcorn and such, but most of us don't have stomachs anymore, that or we have holes in them. Now on to my last question slash game thing. Look at all the races of the Alliance and Horde, then swap around and remove any races which don't belong there and explain why you have moved slash removed said race. For the Horde, for the Alliance, for the Ebon Blade, for Azeroth. Eben. I honestly think all the current factions kind of fit. Uh, 
I mean, as much as the Torrin are always, they, the Torrin have always kind of been like, yeah, we're in the horde because we need you. And like, they're, they're in this weird, almost like frenemies situation. <laughs> like, uh, the, the, the relationship between the Torrin and the rest of the horde has always kind of been tenuous, uh, in a way, but, um, all in all, I don't know. Uh, Yeah. I love this dead air right now. <laughs> well, I know you did, and that's that was the plan. I, I'm not sure what you expect me to contribute in a conversation about WoW, a game I have almost never played. Uh, <laughs> um, I still, I don't know, I still stand by, I guess, I guess because the Forsaken attacked the Worgen. I guess so, but worgens still don't seem... I don't know. No, There's nothing wrong with goblins, but I don't think they're very much a... I don't think they should ever be in a playable class. No? Like our playable race, I should say. Who would you have rather seen? Something else. <laughs> it's Now, Now goblins are goblins are neat. Like, they're, they're fun and, you know, kind of a cool... But, like, it just... It's the, it's the well, Alliance has gnomes, so... Like, it, I don't know. There's no real, like, forethought into... I don't know. It's just kind of like, because at goblins... Le- at least like, they didn't make fucking blood gnomes. Yeah, no, there was... <laughs> yeah, uh, You know what, though? I don't, I don't mind the blood elves, but it was kind of like... Uh, there's... One of these things is not like the other. Like, it just... Yep. Yeah, no, it was too much of a... I don't know. It was... I guess they had to do something. But yep. the main thing is... Well, uh, I'll just put put it this way: to remove a class, probably, probably rethink a demon hunter because they're oh my god, they're not great. They're no. they're actually like pretty boring. Like death knights were were neat and had kind of a cool starting area and had some cool abilities and some neat stuff to do. And like they actually the the big they, thing about yeah. demon hunters that kind of pisses me off is the. Like, just the fact that, oh, look, they're tank and DPS and weird healing and, like, they're, like, they're trying so, like, they don't have any specialization anymore. It's like, you've got Warrior. They're very good at tanking. Also DPS if you want to. Yeah, they don't really fit. You know, like, they're kind of, like, going for this whole Druid thing again, which, I mean, we already have Druids. We don't need another Does Everything class. And the other thing, too, is they get a lot of really weird and honestly kind of unfair advantages in a lot of ways, like with the double jump thing. Like, they have so much mobility, right? Like, they can dash without having a target and shit. Like, they basically have, like, a League of Legends flash sort of thing yeah, going on. Yeah, a like, little bit. So, like, I don't know. The whole thing to me just seemed like, ah, oh, we need to get the fucking 14 year old emo kids back on board with fucking world of Warcraft again. Like, Like, I don't know. I I don't, I don't mind. It just, I don't know. They seem kind of like a deflated class. Like they didn't really, again, like the, will we have to release something? And I guess, I don't know. Maybe it's just, Maybe that glamour has like yeah. I've lost well, the glamour for like new stuff in WoW it more would so. Not have bugged me if they had released a new cool class <laughs> that wasn't just 
yet another tank slash DPS class. Like, that's the thing. They did it with Death Knights and they're doing it again with Demon Hunters. They're the same fucking class. Like, yeah. Demon Hunters and, and fucking Death Knights are the same thing. Well, they're I... both, like, super serial, edgy 14-year-old who's into fucking Hot Wheels and probably has a Razor Mouse set to red and black because red and black... Like, for, like, you know, like, that's the thing is they both fucking attract the same kind of people and they both do the exact same thing. And they're both like, oh, death and demon. And I, yeah, it pisses me the fuck off. I gotcha. Like if they had released something neat, like when they did monks, monks were cool because we hadn't seen like a melee style class like that before, especially not like a martial arts, you know, uh, you know, yeah, at least it was a like new idea, barehanded style combat kind of idea thing. We hadn't seen something like that, and it wasn't like this huge deal, right? And then, uh, so if they'd released something like another support class, because we've already got enough, you know, big dick DPS classes and big dick tank classes out there, you know, again, we've got warrior tank, paladin tank, death knight tank, druid tank, like, you know, they're. You, yeah we don't need another one but you know we what we don't have is all the support classes right why couldn't they release like i don't know uh some kind of bard class or some shit like something something that would have been a little bit more out of the box but some kind of big just aoe buffing class something like that you know uh like what uh the shaman used to be with like the aoe buff totems and stuff like that like something that wouldn't just drive 13 year olds fucking mental about listening to fucking marilyn manson and running around with your goddamn warglaives i yeah ridiculous ridiculous Anyway, let's uh, let's move find on this, from a while a little bit. I find this particular subject relatable. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you just go, I hear that. Go local. This wow. Go local for, gaming. No, actually, for the horde, because that's like the safest thing I could ever possibly say about wow. Definitely. <clears throat> um. So our next email is from our friend Loki. Hello again. I am seriously running out of things to write to you guys about it's getting harder every week to find something but i think i managed this week as well and somewhat of an aviation geek i find traveling very interesting everything from how a plane works to how things at the airports work and us furries do put a lot of travel miles behind us a few years ago scandinavian airlines changed their travel classes again and introduced a more low-cost upgrade to your standard ticket this is really good news for people traveling with more than one suitcase and stuff. So I had to give this a try, and I have to say, it did live up to expectations. Fast track at the airport, one extra piece of luggage, food and beverages on the plane, and lounge access at the airports. And the price? Well, surprisingly, if you are lucky and early enough, this upgrade costs less than it costs to bring one extra piece of luggage with you on your travel saving money and travel and traveling better? Who can say no to that? Well, when that said, we also have so-called low-cost airlines operating here. They're probably similar to the rest of the world. You pay extra for almost everything. This is okay enough if you have you have to bring with you if all you have to bring with you fits in your carry-on luggage. The last few years when I have attended Eurofurance, 
I have used this upgrade with Scandinavian and it has been really nice. But before they introduced it, also managed with the normal tickets. I'm wondering what your travel experiences are. From previous episodes, I've heard you guys talk about some rather close calls on airports and passport issues, but we never really hear a lot of details. So I'm asking you all to elaborate on your travels. How do you enjoy traveling? Preferred method of transportation? What do you like to do during your trips? Do you have tips for others that are traveling? Um, well, hmm. our preferred mode of transport is usually vehicle. We, yep. we drive a lot. It poses the least amount of like security and detainment concerns and, uh, yeah, lets us enjoy the scenery a little bit. Yeah. It, like, road trips. Road trips are fucking fun, man. They're so good. If you have the ability and the means, just do it. They're like... You never really like, know somebody until in the you've States been bit- stuck in a car for 36 hours with mm-hmm. them. <laughs> people in the States bitch about driving for like six to seven hours and bitch, please. Yeah, we did a road trip down to like, Texas from here. Try when, complaining when like the next like actual populated city is like 12 hours away. Oh, yeah. Fucking like when we drove to pittsburgh for anthrocon from here that's a 36 hour drive one way one way and it takes you through the most middle of butt fuck nowhere middle america those those trips never went smoothly never not once uh so i guess he's asking us to elaborate we had a car completely break down my car yep which we Uh, then sold three out of four cylinders seized yeah we we sold for scrap and yep. bought which I tickets. which I then used to buy us all Greyhound tickets. Yep. Um uh, and on the way there, like basically it broke down on the way there, so we were lucky enough to be right outside. Yeah, we my were lucky enough hometown. that your sister broke her leg in a rollover. And yeah, and couldn't drive. So we took her car the rest of the way there and back, and when we got back we had to we found out, yeah, that car wasn't getting fixed. <laughs> yeah, no, no way. <laughs> Um, um and before we had the pleasure of leaving your parents' place, um your dad insisted on checking the tire pressure very slowly, mind you. Yeah. Um washing Yeah, washing the windshield. Uh, he probably did the fucking headlights too. Yeah, I don't he remember. Did the, he did the headlights. Like fuck. He, he's one of those people where it's like, "All right, you, you know, you can get up, it done up. fast we, or you can no, get it done right. No, because I remember this when we were going on trips all the time. It was like, all right, hurry up, get your shoes on. And I'm like, I'm sitting there playing video games like my shit's packed. I'm good to go. I can just throw my shoes on and walk out the door and I'm sitting playing video games. And you're like, what, what, what are you doing? Get ready. I'm like, I, I'm ready to go. And I'd always get bitched at, you know, hurry up, hurry up, get ready, get ready. We got to go. We got to go. We got to go. Until finally I'd get like basically like forcefully shunted out the door. Like they'd come in and like actually just unplug my fucking Sega and like go now. And I'm like, all right, fine. And I go and I'd sit in the car where I'd sit for 45 minutes while my dad kept getting shit ready. And I'm like, well, I could have gone like, you know, five or six more levels now, but oh, well. Yeah, that that was traveling for me. But as far as airports go, uh, I don't do the uh, checked luggage anymore. I only bring my carry-on. Yep, and... I don't check bags. Just yep. carry-on only. 
Because, really? Yeah, I yep. don't. I mean, I don't. I don't pack that much for yeah. one. Most airlines will let me take my like bag on, and then like a yeah. small bag or a backpack like my laptop. Most airlines allow one carry on <clears throat> and one personal bag, so it's like a backpack and a carry on bag, which is more than I need most of the time. Yep. So I usually have my little laptop bag and my little carry on suitcase. Because I mean, honestly. I can't imagine a thing that would ruin a con faster than having no clothes. Like, you would just end up being that smelly fucker who hasn't changed in four days. You know that wouldn't happen to you, Tal. You would go to the store and buy new clothes. I probably would. At least one outfit. Wow. To wear while the other one is in the Or, wash. like, find a laundromat. Yeah. Anyway. Okay, so... uh uh, where was I? Where was I? Where was oh I? Oh my god, this is a long email. Uh, low cost for the last few years. There we go. Uh, I know a lot of people attend furry conventions and stuff around the world, and many of these people have never been on an airplane before, so maybe they would appreciate some tips. Okay, now for today's lesson in Norwegian. Today's phrase, one for each of you. Oh, uh, there's an attached audio file. Perfect. Um... I, I did not, no, just a second, uh, copy, and we're going to quickly do this and send that there. And keep talking. I'm trying to bring up the audio. <laughs> okay, so right here, uh, Loki is, I love doing that to tell. Um <laughs> So Loki has so graciously and wonderful, wonderfully provided us all with our own little separate, uh, little separate introduction in Norwegian. Uh, yep. Roland, Fox, so. myself, Tal, and his own. Awesome. Which is pretty well, fantastic. So before listening to this audio, um, since I'm listed here first... The phrase is, hello, my name is Roland, I am a ferret, and I've been in the furry fandom for, let's say, 10 years. Um, Hi, mit navn Roland. Jeg er en ille, og har været i furry fandom i 10 a I mean, that's not really fair, I don't have the, <laughs> the Norwegian word for 10. Yeah. Yeah, I guess the uh, blank I, I is not great. Hey, mit haven er tal jäger oskedrage. I think that means bull dragon. Oskedrage. Probably, yeah. Yeah, I think that's like... But I think that means bull dragon. You'll have to tell me if I'm right. Ogerhar ver i furry fandom in i... I guess... 12 and i don't know what that little accent on the a means i think it means like it might be a yeah um so 10 is t and you said yep. 12 yeah anyway 12 go ahead adam yeah, <laughs> so what is just, that like it's just 12 12 like uh what is it i met nev er adum uh jägerget og harvert i free fendomen i and then like and then whatever, then the <laughs> well, numeric. We'll go with two. Two. Right. Yeah, I guess whenever I, whenever I joined Unfurled. It, it's well, just two. Let's play this and see oh, if we two. <laughs> two. 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 It's two. two. Or it might just be toe. 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 
Anyway, I'm going to play this and see, see what he says. Yep. And this week's phrase in English. Hello, my name is Loki. I am a panther and I have been in the furry fandom for 10 years. In Norwegian. Hej, mitt namn är Loki. Jag är en panther och har varit i furry fandomen i 10 år. And your species. Ferret. Ilder. Griffin. Hippogriff. <laughs> goat, Yate, Bull Dragon, Oxe Drage. <laughs> See, like, I didn't hear most of the stuff, like, after Yege and af- before, like, Furry Fandomen. It's such a fun language. It, I, it, I love this. I need to go on, like, actually try to learn Norwegian because this is fucking awesome. Actually, was it that site, uh, Duolingo? Yeah. Apparently, linguists hate that site. Because it devalues their service? No, because, a, because guess, it teaches them apparently poorly. Apparently, it's terrible. Really? Yeah. So, I don't know. Anyway, I'm going to have to actually learn that. But, That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you again. Well, I'll, just have to pirate, I'll just have to pirate Rosetta Stone for Norwegian. They also hate that one, too, apparently. Well, fuck them. There, there, was, there was another I'm one. I'm sure they're just being elitist. There was another one that they do like. Really? Uh, I'll have to find it. I'll let you know. But yeah. Anyway. What's wrong with Rosetta Stone? Apparently it teaches you bad language. Oh. Well. Fine then. <laughs> Be that way. Fucking Rosetta and all your stones. Anyway. Anyway. So the rest of the email. Included in the file. Yeah. Is also your species. Uh, but not the complete sentences, the years you will have to guess. Um, also, please do us all a favor and update your web page and fur affinity page, etc., with cast members. When was the last time you updated that? Probably uh, since years before ago. we stopped unfurled the first time. Yeah, it's been a while. Yep. Uh, that's all from the land of waterfalls and fjords. And the city with the world's oldest motorized regular public transport system in continuous service. Uh, I like that. That's a good little bit. Um, kind regards, Loki. All right. And I guess that closes us up. That's all of our emails. That's it. I, I feel like since we're just butchering Norwegian, we should also just start butchering regular words. <laughs> regular? Regular. Regular. <laughs> like, You're shorts. already off to a good <laughs> start. Uh, yeah. I'm already I, there. I don't... <laughs> have you ever... <laughs> Have you ever met like a person that for some reason they just pick one random word and they just accent the fuck out of it? Like every other... You put the emphasis on the wrong syllable? It's it's not even that. It's the fact that some for some reason they just find a random accent for one word. I actually have a um, a friend of mine. His girlfriend, for whatever reason, uh, thankfully they don't listen so they'll never find out. Uh, but... Um, Basically, his his girlfriend, every time she says Urban Barn, it comes out like Urban Barn, like like a newfie for some random reason. Like, but like there's there's no other there's no other any uh, accent ever with anything. I, I actually have found myself holding the harsher R since I've worked around and talked to so many newfies all the time now at work. It, like I'll be sitting there. Yeah, well it's like I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna go work on my car. And I'm like, oh, that's not how normal car. people say say that. Damn it. It's your car. Car. Uh but yeah. Anyway, uh 
I should wrap this up. This episode is going to be one of our longer episodes uh, already. So, motherfucker, we would like to thank Scream Fox and Omari for the background music and thank you, uh, thank you, thank the you, logo, thank respectively. You. Thank you to all of our patrons. Thank you, as always, and thank you to all of our listeners. We love all of you. Uh, if you want to send us any emails or anything, find us on YouTube, find our Patreon, Twitter, uh, find us our iTunes links, all of that all available on our uh, website at unfurled.net. Again, unfurled.net. Please, if you're watching this on the stream, remember to like and subscribe and comment and all that shit. Uh, We do read any comments we do get. Um, uh, If you don't want to use the contact form on the website, you can also just email us directly at us at unfurled.net. Again, that's us at unfurled.net. And yeah. Go the fuck to sleep. Adam. <laughs> Adam, I'm going to hit you. Uh, don't. <laughs> Welcome to the dead air hour. <laughs> all dead air. All the time. <laughs> all the time. Begins now. Ah, <laughs> uh, All right. Our children. I was going to say my children, but I ain't going to be a single mom in this fucking, this fucking dysfunctional family. No way. So just remember, we love you and we'll miss you and beware, Foxilla.